So your favorite part, so your favorite part was uh when the Beastie Boys came on, Sabotage came on, blew up all those the bees or whatever. Yeah, in the third movie, Star Trek Beyond. Yeah. Yeah. I just sitting there and just watching that scene just made me it, it, it makes me smile every time I see it because it's it's a very cool scene. And then you see like Chris Pine, you know, as Captain Kirk, you know, sitting in his chair, tapping his foot with a smile on his face, just like Well, because that was in the beginning of the first movie when he yeah. drove that uh uh Corvette off the edge. Yeah, it looked like an Aston Martin to me at first. It was a Corvette. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I just I think it's I think it's a great um soundtrack for that movie in general is uh if it's the tone of the movie and, and, and then the action scenes and everything else, it's it, it's amazing. You just, but you gotta love Beastie Boys. Beastie yeah. Boys. Oh yeah. You know, mean, go ahead. Oh no, I was just gonna say. I mean, I grew up on Beastie. Boys. Oh yeah. I that was my first concert. Beastie Boys, Run DMC, and LL Cool J. Oh man. 1986, man. 85, 86. Joe Louis Arena or no Cobo Hall. I mean. Oh man, that have been. That'd probably been hell of a show. That was awesome. Oh yeah. I keep thinking of like Travis Kelsey during like the Super Bowl. Uh, at the end where they were getting the trophy and then he goes like, you have to fight for your right to party. And then like everybody goes nuts. Yeah. I, you know, I, Oh yeah. I yeah. Mean, the beasties are the bomb. Oh yeah. You know, I was, I cried when, you know, they got inducted in the rock and roll hall of fame and you know, uh, MCA was or dead or, uh, one of them died. And I was like, Oh Yeah. And they're just like up there and tearing up, and I'm like, "Oh yeah, the busy was a regular hall of fame." Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, um, yeah. I just there's not one song I don't like, and I just it just goes along with the movie, and I just I think it just goes along good with life in general. Just if you blast Beastie Boys, you're just like, okay, oh yeah, I'm ready to party. Just blast them all. <laughs> yeah, just pop in and driving playlist and like. Yep, Beastie Boys. Where are you going? Yeah. Don't worry about it. We're going back to Brooklyn. Yeah. <laughs> you have to fight for your right to party. Yeah. yeah. So, we were talking about Spock and all that stuff, and uh, I don't know. It, it brought back a lot just watching that that documentary. Oh, yeah. You know, because my father loved it. And he looks like kind of like my father, and I was like, oh, wish my dad was here to see it. But it, it, it was cool. It was an interesting, you know, biography about you know Leonard Nimoy um I don't think anybody could have did that part like he did I mean he oh no no Uh, just there's certain actors that bring those type of characters to life and then they become legends there's very few actors that can do that like Heath Ledger like I was saying with the Joker nobody will ever touch that role (laughs) Leonard Nimoy with Spock I mean, Zachary Quinto is doing a really good job with that role, but you know, without Nemo, I don't think you have uh, a you know the popularity effect to Spock at all. Um, I think he made that show. Oh yeah, for sure. I think yeah, because because Captain Kirk was a dirt bag. Yeah, flying around. That's all he was doing was hooking up with aliens and stuff. Yeah, <laughs> and I, I can blame him. Reminds me, they make fun of him so much. Of Captain Kirk, you know, they put it on uh, Planet Express. You know, they made fun of Captain Kirk on Planet Express on uh, Cartoon Network. That Zap Brannigan guy who would sleep with all like the 
the aliens, aliens from every race. Just a yeah. dirtbag. They're like, oh, look, I got to powder my balls or whatever. It was terrible. God, <laughs> it was awful. I mean, he was such a dirtbag that you needed Leonard Nimoy. Yeah. Swear. I mean, if it was like nowadays, the way people are like so upset about having, you know, don't touch me, don't talk to me. Dude, he would have been sexually harassing like everybody on that ship. Everybody, he would have got canned. Yeah, pretty much. He yeah. Would've. He would have yeah. just said, hey, baby. No, 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 you're done. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, yeah, I mean, uh, you, you got to have a, a good mentor. You know, he had a good mentor in Spock. And then, you know. Uh, oh, a mentor. It just kept him. Even keel. No, it just kept him on point. Yeah. Like, you're you're over there. We got to go over here, bud. And it would just make everybody centrist, you know. It was everybody was reasonable with him? Yeah, like, he was reasonable. Might not have been all the way like you know he was cold and calculated. So you still needed that uh, effect for people, you know, that human humanistic effect. But he was reasonable. Yeah, you know, he wasn't going around. Let's. <laughs> Let's, you know, yeah, yeah, let's have a bunch of babies and blow everything up. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, he, it was just like a perfect duo, just perfect. Uh, you know, it's kind of like Sherlock Holmes and then Watson, you know, Dr. Watson. Um, yeah, it's just a perfect dynamic, you know, Batman Robin, you know, oh, well, yeah, not Batman Robin, but yeah, yeah, it was like he was a sidekick, yeah, but he was still levity, he was still, you know, yeah reasonable whatever yeah <laughs> so i'm still so elated that matt patricia's gone yeah me too man i cloud nine right now um <laughs> the only way that this could turn into sour candy is hiring jim harbaugh or just a deliberate like trash excuse for a coach Gonna happen though. Yeah, it's you know it is. Yeah, it's gonna happen. Yeah, I'm I'm like they they have a chance to get it right, like really good. Yeah, don't blow it. Like they get a good GM, and then they get a good head coach, and they give them some time because it's gonna these guys it's gonna suck. Yeah, like I I. It's kind of like Mel Tucker's situation with MSU, where like they, they he comes in and and he didn't have time to prepare, didn't have time to recruit. To to cut him after one year would just be, just kind of like demeaning. Just be like, why? You, you know, you might as well have kept D'Antonio, but you gotta give a guy a chance to come in, get his own guys in here, and and really start to. I see. I see. Three, build his vision. I see three years. Yeah, I, I that's good enough for me. Because he's gonna, it's gonna stink for a few oh, years. Oh yeah, it, it will. You know, it's not gonna be a quick turnaround like the Pistons are gonna quick turnaround. It's not gonna be the, no. the Red Wings. It's gonna be a quicker turnaround. I think year next year is gonna be iffy. I, I think they really need to get rid of Matt Stafford. I think if you get rid of him uh, for draft picks. And and then just because I doubt half that team's going to be here next year, after the end of next year. Yeah, I, I 
Yeah, he, with like the whole Galladay situation, gonna uh, franchise him. He's gonna Galladay. They're gonna franchise him and, send, and trade him. Oh yeah, one year for what, like nineteen, twenty million, probably. Yeah, I, I could see that. Uh, Stafford. I, I wouldn't like trade him to a team uh, that's not going anywhere. I don't think it deserves that. Um, Dallas. Whoever's going to give us the big, biggest draft pick. Yeah. I, it doesn't matter. It's a business now. I'd be like, nope, sorry. You know, Jacksonville gave me the first round pick. Yeah. And a second rounder. See ya. They gave me a two seconds and three thirds. Bye. Sounds good to me. You know? Yeah. Um, sorry, you're going to wherever, you know, you're going to the jets. My bad. <laughs> My bad. Yeah. Yeah. I'll take whatever, you know, he'll probably get a two and a three. They'll, they won't get a first round draft pick for him. No, no. He's too old. He's too beat up. Probably second, third, second, fourth. I'd take it. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, I'd be like, here, you know what? I kind of like. I look down on third, fourth, fourth round picks. I just, I'm not high on them, and it's just like, I, I feel well, like, I feel like there's here. some trades where I'm just like, I, I don't agree with, like, because we're here. Yeah, we're in Detroit La La Land. Yeah, you know, we we can't pick anybody. Yeah, um, look, our second round draft picks have been awful. Yeah, tease table or, uh, yeah, come on. I think. uh I really do. I think if you get a good general manager in here that comes from a winning organization, yeah, not the Patriots. They have sustained like playoffs, sustained good, good, you know, team. Yeah. That it'll be they'll be good. I, I think anything anybody coming out of Pittsburgh, anybody coming out of the Ravens, anybody coming out of um Kansas know, City, Kansas City, yeah, even the 49ers, yeah, just because their tradition is win, even though you know the Patriots win, but it's all Belichick, yeah, it's all it's all it is, yeah. He's just you know, he's a mad scientist, he's just he's been around football so long that it's you know, it's kind of ingrained, and uh, I, I don't know, I, I don't know what he does differently, I don't know, uh, if that's just. You know God's will, or I have no clue, but he's just he's just successful in everything that he does with them, and uh, even when they're at their lowest point, he just all of a sudden they're, you know, succeeding again. It's just like wow, like you know, that's a quick turnaround. Yeah, you know. But I, I think we need to get away from the Patriot way. But I do think it's it's Steelers, it's the Ravens, it's the Chiefs, it's the 49ers, maybe even Seahawks. Yeah. From GM perspective, or Arizona, you know, yeah, they're still they they were bottom for a long time too, so they're not very no wouldn't take anybody from them. No, I mean, uh, just I look at all their like the moves. Yeah, Arizona's pretty done? much yeah, yeah, but um, acquisitions, yeah, yeah. I, I still don't. The culture's not there yet, though. I really don't. That long-term, long, huge. Yeah. Like 20, 30 years of just winning culture. You know, that's what you have at the, at the Steelers have drafted well. Yeah, but Lions don't have 20 or 30 years. They need like a. Yeah, but you bring that culture here. You bring people that have been there for 
15 years yeah understanding what's going on that's what people didn't think about quinn and that he didn't do anything yeah you got to get these guys that did stuff he might have had a title but it was belichick that did it all yeah like you get somebody from the steelers where they're all inclusive everybody makes decisions everybody and they they tell you why they're doing it the ravens you know you have from down there you know the ozzy smith brought people up like he's like you're sitting next to me and i'm going to explain to you why we're doing this and all his people went i get it and they got it and it was the culture if you build that way like i'm going to build for him to take my job someday you're going to have a better organization oh yeah for sure yeah so that's just my, my yeah you need a, pro, a protege who's kind of sat there and just like gets it and and you know I hey, want you to take my job. I don't want. Yeah. I give want the reins. Take, yeah. I want you to take my job. You're not going to take my job because you're not going to fire me. Yeah. And I'm not leaving. So I'm going to make you good so you can go off and be as good as I am. That's a, that's good bosses. That's good mentors. That's good. Oh, yeah. For sure. Yeah. Great anything GMs. really. Yeah. Anything like right now I'm in masonry and my uncle who's really good mason is teaching me what he knows so that I can eventually learn from him and then go and do your own thing my own thing yeah succeed yeah You're exactly putting people in places so yeah it's with anything in life but that's know? not what teachers did. Yeah. that's not what bob quinn did you know they just put people down yeah which was terrible as an owner i would have just fired him on the spot after i heard that after i heard him like calling people out like that you can call people out a little bit yeah but not not the way he's done it then you know he had sexual harassment lawsuit. Before. I didn't hear about that. Yeah, yeah. That right before he got hired, I would have been. Yeah. Oh yeah, I did hear about that. You know yeah, what? yeah. You know what? Like a supposed rape charge or something like that. I'd be like God, I don't yeah. need you. Yeah. Been, you know, our contract rescinded. Yeah. Sorry. You know, because he's just a dirt bag. He was just sloppy. Oh, you don't show up late for meetings. Yeah. Come on, man. Yeah. Would you players? I would. I would show up late for everything. I'd be like, "Well, he's not here. My boss isn't here. Why? Why do I have to be here?" <laughs> yeah, whatever. Yeah, you're supposed to show up at least 15 minutes earlier before everybody else. You're the head coach. You're there before everybody gets there, and you're there after everybody leaves. Doesn't yeah, matter. That's your job. You're you are the boss of the boss. You know, you're everything. Everybody needs to do your hours. It is seriously. And so that's the way champions are made. You know, look at Gruden. See what his hours were? Mm-mm. Got there at like five in the morning and left at like midnight every day. Wow. Every day. He's insane. You know, he, he won a Super Bowl. You know, where's Matt Patricia? She can't even coach a Little League football team, flag football team. Probably gonna go two and nine next year. Yeah, coaching his son flag football. <laughs> Don't worry about it, kid. Just do what I say. We're doing man coverage. Yeah, kid in a wheelchair. Don't worry about it. <laughs> kid in a wheelchair. Yeah, that- call him out. You're slow, you little beep. <laughs> yeah, I uh, get off the field. Yeah, trash. Yeah, trash. He's, you know, he coached the Jets. I mean, who? Matt Patricia, 
He coach the Jets. He'd coach the Jets. Like he would. I think. I mean, he would be terrible. I don't even think they'll take him. He won't be a coordinator for like two years. Yeah. Yeah. He's done. Yeah. He's done. He's done. Yeah. He'll be a line coach. Nail in the coffin. Yeah. When you go from head coach to a line coach, and he'll he'll be a line coach. He'll be a defensive line coach. He'll be defensive back coach. He can't be a defensive back coach. He can't run. <laughs> guy's like 450 pounds. Where's a moo every day? <laughs> yeah, hey, I, I, I just, yeah. I mean, well, Andy Reid's not in the greatest shape either, but. You yeah, know. but he's won a Super Bowl. Yeah. And he knows how to talk to people. He adjusts with the time. Yeah. He does. He brings young guys up. Here, let's do it like this. And he figures it out. He does. These guys would not change. You can't live in this world and not change. You can't. You have to adapt and, and improvise and overcome everything. It's just horrible. You yeah. can't go this way. It will always work. It doesn't matter what you do in this world. It doesn't matter if it's been that way forever. We've been doing it for like this forever. It doesn't matter. You have to change. You have to accept that change is good. Really is. When you just go into that mantra like, oh, we've always done it this way. We're always going to do it that way. And this, well, you know. Yeah. If you always do change, it, like, I can yeah. figure you out. After a while, I'll figure you out. I'll figure it out. People figure it out. Yeah, I mean, I'm the type of person that, like, I treat everybody with respect. And, you know. He didn't. Yeah, because he's been, you know, spoon-fed his throat. entire life. Yeah. How to punch him in the throat. <laughs> Call me like that. I walked up to you and punched you in the throat. Just whack. <laughs> clown. He's <laughs> such a clown. Yeah, I... I I wanted Darius Slay to be here, you know, to help Okuda and his development. He didn't think about that. He just thought about like, oh, like how can I embarrass this guy to make me feel better about myself or put the blame on him when it's really your fault, you know, or, or Quandre Diggs when they, when they traded him, I shook my head. I was like, what do you do wrong? Couldn't think of one thing, dude, he, they signed him. Yeah. And then what? Three games go. later, they traded him. Yeah. Ridiculous. Why? Because he called you out. If you can't, if somebody can't talk to you like a man, like he said he was a man, yeah, like hey, I don't get it, explain it to me, or I don't like what you're doing, don't be a clown and trade somebody. Yeah, he's a boob. He's a boob. <laughs> my God, he sounds like that lady uh, at the bar that we saw. Oh, he's got a my boom box. box. God, shut up. Go away. Nobody wants to hear you. Nobody wants to listen to you talk. He sounded like a moron. Um, yeah, well, um, uh, he rubbed off on Matt Stafford. You listen to Matt Stafford talk? Well, um, mm, um, mm, um, well, yeah, like a lot of us, like they were asking like, oh, like, you know, uh, how do you feel about like a coaching change or potential or you just like, oh, uh, not going to comment on that. Uh, talk to me about the game. Nothing else. Um, I respect him for that, but just, yeah, he just, he lacks that like. I'm going to say this communication. Yeah. Just yeah, uh, none zero. Man, so that's how he talks to reporters. How do you think he talks to his players? You think you think he got anything? Oh yeah. I bet he's it. ripped it. I bet he's had his, his views. Yeah. Like you think he can actually like explain something to somebody? Oh yeah. I doubt it. I think he, well, uh, 
That's why they were losing. If you couldn't explain things to people, what needed to be done, it would have been done. But he didn't because he can't because he's a boob. I don't know. It's 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 hard to to see what goes on behind the scenes. Um, Terrible. Yeah, I mean, I would. I think that'd be a great experience to know what goes behind the scenes and and to get an idea of like what that team is going through and just be like, okay, I know what your guys' problem is. Get you know, I do like hire a psychiatrist and put him in there. Like, see what happens. You know, I don't know. You need somebody. I don't know. It'd be a great idea to hire a psychiatrist that actually knows, yeah, that actually knows like how to assess a situation and be like, oh, I see the problem here. Like, I know what's going on. I think they do have psychiatrists. Yeah. I just don't think, I just don't think he was articulate enough to explain things to people and and tell Trisha. Yeah. To give people, you know, guidance, advice. Yeah. Um, I, I couldn't tell you. I think Harbaugh's done too. Oh yeah, for sure, dude. Like when you lose to Penn State, who's oh and five, oh and five, and that's your first victory. <laughs> Jesus. So I think, from what I've heard, I think he's going to um, be asked to leave. Oh yeah, Harbaugh. Yeah, for sure. He's going to the Jets. <sighs> Jets. You know, maybe maybe he's meant to be a pro coach, not a college coach. Jets or Jacksonville? Yeah. Uh, I'd take Jacksonville. I think it's Jets, Giants, or Jacksonville. Yeah, because like he can survive. I don't think he could survive the media in in New York. Oh yeah, yeah. I think if he like struggled his first year, the no. he'd be out. Yeah. Nah. nah, he's an animal. Yeah, I I don't know what happened to him, man. Like he was great at Stanford. And then he, you know, he goes and has success in the pros, and then he comes to Michigan, his his dream job, and then all of a sudden it's like he can't coach anymore, and it's because he won't get new people. Yeah, he won't. He's got Don Brown, who can't change, who doesn't, you know, equip anybody around him for success. He does not change. Yeah, you need to adapt, and they don't adapt. Neither one of them adapt. You can see Jim Harbaugh get scared when he's coaching. You can see it. He's just like over out coached. He is once you get him once you get him down, he's done. He is done. He can't he he doesn't know what to do. He looks scared. That's what he coaches. I just I think he needs Yeah, to I could see it. Yeah. I know he's good for the he's good for the university. He brings a lot of money. Oh yeah. A lot of money, but he's gotta go. I just I couldn't I can't take another year of that. No, I mean I I want a winner. Um, I don't it, I don't I don't want Michigan State coming in and, and whooping us, you know, constantly over the next it's how gonna, many other years, you I, know? It's gonna be Iowa State, Iowa State. That, that Neil Campbell, he's coming. Yeah. He will. He's leaving a you know. Oh yeah, Division Two, not Division Two. He is, but he's not Power Five. No. I feel like college coaches that are like in those programs, uh, kind of like starter up programs, uh, once they start building success and then they show what they can do. And then, you know, basically it's like a promotion, you know. It'll be him or my man from Cincinnati. I can't think of the guy's name. I know. Neither can I most of the time. But uh, <sighs> Michigan State wanted him really bad. I feel like I feel like we've talked about this before. Yeah, but Iowa State, 
I think this year is going to be crazy. I'm I'm in a firm belief that uh, that uh, we're not going to see all the quarterbacks come out of. Oh, Luke Fickle. Luke Fickle, yeah. But I, I'm thinking that a lot of the quarterbacks aren't leaving the draft this year. Oh, staying to yeah. Yep. I I think that is a better option because. You know, we, we talked about the teams that might not have a quarterback in the next coming years and what their situations are with the talent that they have. Indianapolis, that's a perfect spot right now. Yeah. I would love to be a backup quarterback waiting, just waiting. Yeah. You know, you're learning. It's it's kind of like it's kind of like being Aaron Rodgers' situation where like he sat behind Brett Favre, who's having success, and he's about ready to go out, and you have all this talent. You're learning from one of the greats. You got the talent to do it. You're just sitting there like, and then it's really good for the the uh, franchises too, because you get this quarterback that's watching, learning, and everything. Yeah, like Jordan Love, and then you know, um, he can sit there and he costs like one tenth the price of Aaron Rodgers, and if he's even eighty percent as good, so I take all that money and I go get a bunch of free agents, and I have a good quarterback. Who will be a star? In a few oh bit. yeah! But now I have more defensive linemen. I can pay those, you know, two tackles to keep my guys upright. Now I'm in a better situation. Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, I you, you told me about Jordan Love, and I immediately, you know, looked at his highlights. I'm like, you know, this kid's got a really strong arm. He's, he's seems legit. like know what he's doing. Yeah, and I just, you know, they're comparing him to, you know, Russell Wilson, or I think Callan Kaepernick was another name that came up, and I was like, I could see it. Yeah, he's legit. Oh Jordan, yeah, Jordan Love's legit. Oh yeah, two years from now he's gonna be legit. <laughs> I think next year, if even if if Aaron Rodgers wins the Super Bowl this year, he's done. I would be too. Yeah, yeah, he'd be done. He's my favorite quarterback by far. Oh, I would cut him. Oh, you cut him? Oh yeah, let him go. I'd be like, yeah, I'm not paying you forty million dollars next year. Thirty four point three million. I think that's what he's getting. Not after a Super Bowl victory? Nope. Oh. Gives me two years. Really does with the fan base. Yeah. Jordan Love's been sitting behind you watching you, learning everything, taking second snaps all the time. Just fine. He gets a whole full offseason. I want to see him go to San Francisco. Like, I'm not a huge Jimmy Garoppolo fan. I, I just I want him to go to, to, to you know San Francisco. Who, Aaron come back, Rodgers? Yeah, come back to California and tear it up. I could see Matt Stafford killing. I could see that. I could see him going to Dallas. No, Dak, Dak's going to be good last year. I thought he was like on a one-year deal. Dak? Yeah. They're going to pay him. Uh, they're going to pay him. I wouldn't, take, like, I wouldn't take pity because he had a leg injury. Yeah. No, but they're going to pay him. Yeah. Because you see that team implode. Yeah. When he's not there. So that makes him the most valuable player. Now, Zeke Elliott. And, yeah. Uh, watch, watch see the Seahawks when... Russell Wilson goes down. That team will implode. Yeah, seriously. The ones without not the best defenses in the world. You know, you have a you have a defense that's just nasty. Yeah. Like the 49ers when everybody's healthy. Jimmy Garoppolo can sit around and twiddle his thumbs. Look what they did last year. What he threw like eight passes that one game? Yeah, it was that's insane. All it was insane. Defense. Yeah, I was like, eight passes. <laughs> It's all defense. You have yeah. a sick defense. 
your quarterback can be I. So Jordan Love, you can be I. Yeah. I'd be like all defense. I would want to play though. I just I I don't know. I just That's fine. I, but I you would can be yeah. I. I yeah, yeah, I Yeah. I mean, look at look at the uh look at when uh Baltimore won. Who was their quarterback when they won their first Super Bowl? Oh, Joe Flacco. No, the first one. Oh, Trent Dilfer. Was he a Hall of Fame quarterback? Uh, or, no, he was, was he, cut the next year after that. Or was he I? He was I. Look at Tampa Bay. Trent Green. Uh, no, that was Brad Johnson. Oh, Brad Johnson. Yeah, yeah. He was I. Yeah, I. But you won a Super Bowl. Yeah. With what? A defense, defense, yeah. yeah Warren start- Sapp, and then you had Mike. You had you had Mike Allstott on on fullback, and then you had receiving More core. Done. I couldn't think of the receiving core to be honest with you. Johnson. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Keyshawn. Yeah, Keyshawn was amazing. I I love that team. But you had they beat they beat Rich Gannon. You had Terrell Suggs. Oh yeah. Come on, dude. That was an awesome Super Bowl. I remember that Super Bowl. It was great. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. Then you had Rich Gannon and the Raiders. Raiders, yeah. And throw 100 million miles. But yeah, no to Jerry Rice. Yeah. Yeah. But it doesn't matter. Yeah. I'm going to smoke you. I got the defensive line. I'm going to eat you up. You don't need the best lockdown cornerbacks in the world. Oh, no. You need defensive line, outside linebacker that gets to the quarterback. If you make the quarterback move, you're done. Oh, yeah. So, you know, it's just. It's amazing. Yeah. Tell us about where we can see you. Anyway, uh, you can see the Damon Knight Show on Spotify. Uh, you can follow me on the Damon Knight, Knight Show on Facebook. And check us out anywhere other than Spotify or anywhere else.